Hi friends, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome to the Mom Mode Podcast. So a little about us. Um, I'm a mom of two kids, Lorelai and Elizabeth. Lorelai is four and Elizabeth is one. And I've been married to my wonderful husband for eight years. A little bit about me. I have one daughter. Her name is Emery and she is about to be a year old next week. And my husband and I have been together for six years. I almost said eight years. Isn't that how long you <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Jeez, time flies, man. <laughs> it does. I mean, I feel like just yesterday you guys got married and we just got married, but we're, we're babies. Just, we were babies. <laughs> I don't know. But we are just two best friends who decided to start a podcast to talk about all the things. So motherhood, marriage, friendships, parenting, all, all the things, good, bad, and ugly. Um, and we just, we have, we like to talk about these things. So we thought, why not talk about them with you guys? So Bex, how's your day going? Oh man, I fully started working remote today, which is amazing. I know everybody's been working remote since the start of the pandemic, but I have not. I had Liz right at the start of the pandemic and I went into a job uh, when we first got here to Georgia a few months ago where we still worked in an office and I've just been really wanting to work from home. So I just got a job where I can work fully remote and it's been, day one has really been great. (laughs) Oh, that's right. It's only been day one. Well, good for you. Living that I living that work from home life. Yeah, I like, yeah. called you like was it like one or noon? Yeah. You were, yeah. You, girl, you were still in bed, but you were working. I was. I was in bed. <laughs> I know. People like, are gonna be like amazing. people are gonna be like, get an office. Like you need an office space. But I mean, honestly, right now I have my little like lap desk thing that I sit in bed and I like type and I watch a show and (laughs) you know it's nice it's nice I'm I'm digging the work from home life but um how are you how have you been good things are going well mother's day was nice did you have a good mother's day I mean it was chill it was relaxing it was very I mean my husband's gone right now he's kind of in and out with his job all the time so sometimes we get holidays together and sometimes we don't and this was one of those that we don't so the girls were great though they Lorelai got me flowers and he did send an edible arrangement my husband so kudos to him yeah (laughs) how was your mother's day it was good we went to the park we had pupusas which if you don't know they're like um a cheese filled like fried corn thing <laughs> so good oh my they're gosh so good oh my gosh they're delicious so we had those starbucks for breakfast trevor of course just trevor and my baby loved on me all day so it was great but as far as this week goes it's it's great like i said emory is gonna tr- going to be turning one and so we went and bought her a pinata this weekend that thing is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel really bad for this thing, but there aren't many places that like sell pinatas. Like I'll go to like the Mexican market and oh, stuff, but a lot of them are like the stars, but she's having like a wild one themed, you know, like every other Pinterest mom. Yeah. And, 
I really wanted a zebra, so I found this thing, but it almost it's like a striped llama looking <laughs> thing. I don't know. At least you I get to hit it open. It. I know, right? Poor poor baby though. I went to show it to her today and she it was the first time I saw her like scream and flail like she was terrified. And so I was like, okay, this is not okay. And then I knew it definitely wasn't okay. I probably shouldn't have even showed it to her because I put it in her closet and I forgot it was in there yesterday. So I walked in, I straight up screamed. (laughs) (laughs) It scared me. Anyways, this week's going well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Pinatas. I swear my mom had pinatas at every single one of my birthdays, like to present day. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited. It's more for us, for the adults. Like, since it's like she's having her birthday party and there's still like COVID around, like, we're just keeping it to immediate family. So, no friends or anything. Like, it's literally a bunch of adults and we're all going to hit the crap out of this thing. It's going to be great. Hey, that's the way to do it. I mean, first birthdays aren't even memorable to one year olds anyway. The only people who are going to remember it are you. Yeah, it's mostly for me, you know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's for her. <laughs> all right, so let's get right into it. Today's podcast is all about the things your parents never told you about birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Girl, that list is so long. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but there's too many things people didn't tell me. Everybody wants to, to like say all the pretty stuff, and it's so beautiful, and it's great. And not that it's not, but. How could you not have warned me? (laughs) I know. Well, especially if you don't have mom friends to tell you all of the things about what pregnancy and birth and postpartum are really like, then you're going to get like the watered down Instagram version. And let me tell you, it ain't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, like um, going over these topics together, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was definitely the mom that try to read every blog post, try to read every Pinterest post, try to like make a million Google searches about like what to expect or what to do or how to be prepared. And I went over so many books and even still, it's like, there are things that people don't tell you. Yeah, I'm not saying like we're the know-alls, but, but there's a lot there's of things, things that I think that, people have told us that I'm like always if I have a friend who's pregnant or if I know somebody who's getting pregnant I'm like oh my gosh nobody ever told me this so like with pregnancy like the biggest thing for me which I feel like is not even that big of a deal but lightning crotch girl when I hit 28 weeks I started having the worst lightning crotch which if you guys don't know lightning crotch is just a super bad pain in your pelvis um, and your pelvic bone region because of all of the pressure of being pregnant it just like radiates down your pelvis and sometimes even down your leg and oh my gosh I thought I was going to lose my mind So like, would it just like come and go? Yeah. So, and it would come at the most inconvenient times. Like if I was about to go for a walk or if I was going to go do something like with my family, if we were going to go to the mall or something, like it would always just like show up randomly and, oh man, dude, 
it was just not, it was not a fun time. One of the things that I didn't enjoy about pregnancy, <laughs> but nobody even told me that. I wasn't prepared. That's such a funny name, lightning crotch. But people are like, that's exactly what it feels like. It's like lightning in your crotch. Yes. <laughs> like catches you off guard. And it radiates like all into your like pelvic bones. Like, yeah. gosh, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. What one you? of what were... me, I guess was the sciatic nerve pain oh yeah oh my gosh how would you describe sciatic nerve pain it's like because I don't want to I don't want to confuse it with lightning crotch but it's sciatic nerve pain is definitely in your like mostly in your back it like radiates in your lower back so it's like pressure on your sciatic nerve that I guess like radiates down your legs or like yeah it like radiates down your legs um so like lightning crotch but for your legs yeah right oh my gosh (laughs) literally that's kind of a good way to describe it yeah I still had sciatic nerve pain after I had the baby and I still do if I like turn a certain way and like it's been a year that I've been postpartum so that's crazy Honestly, I think I need to go get adjusted because it hit me so early on. And I, like, I, I didn't know that it could happen so quickly. Like, for those of you that don't know, I actually studied dance in college. And so I've danced for several years. And I was always, I always thought that pregnancy for me was going to be easy. Like, oh, I'm limber. I'm strong. I'm flexible. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, pregnancy for me is going to be a breeze. No, it wasn't. Even like for the most athletic and limber <laughs> of us, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's totally different for everybody. And for me, it was so hard because being somebody that's so mobile and wants like loves to move, I couldn't move. Like I could only I only was able to lay on my left side for nine whole months. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. it was terrible. You know what's funny though? There was this one time gosh, I was like four months, five months pregnant. And I was like, I bet I can still do a handstand. And I was like, Trevor, look. And my (laughs) pregnant, I threw my legs up the wall, but I fell down so fast. Like not like fell, but like I came down so quick and I was like laying on the ground like, and Trevor's like, what's wrong with you? Like you can oh, barely walk. You really thought you'd be able to do a handstand, but I don't know. I guess I just kind of forgot. I was like so excited. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. That was the worst yeah. idea. Anyway, well, some people, yeah. some people can still do it. Like I used to go to CrossFit and there was this girl who was pregnant and she kept going to CrossFit every single day for nine months. I mean, she gave, she went to CrossFit every day until she gave birth. Like for her. that's how serious she was about it. And she could still do um, (laughs) handstands, but after a while they tell you not to because it's bad for the baby to like go inverted. Yeah. Especially as you get closer to your due date, like it's probably not uh, the best, but yeah. Yeah. One of the other things for pregnancy that people didn't tell me, which I got to admit, like, I didn't have a lot of mom friends when I was pregnant for the first time. Like I didn't know a lot of people who had uh, babies, you know, in the last decade. So I didn't really have a lot of people giving me advice. So one of the things they didn't tell me was uh, nothing. They they told me nothing. So 
it was kind of hard because I was trying to figure it out all on my own. And I feel like people who have mom friends have such an advantage because it's like, oh, well, like, what was your experience like? And you get to like kind of hear what they have gone through and like their experience. But one of the things that for me, which this is kind of totally fluky, it's not really like a a big thing that people get all the time. But when I was pregnant with my first daughter four years ago, five years ago, she, uh, at 32 weeks, I got this thing called pups. It's some, there's not like a lot of research on it, but basically what it does is it makes you extremely itchy for the entire time that you're pregnant. So like the cure for this thing is to give birth. So from 32 to 37 weeks with my daughter, I was in so much like pain and itchiness that it was unbearable. I was like, please just get this baby out of me so that I can stop being itchy. They um, ended up inducing me at like 38 weeks, 37 and two days or something like that. And so I had much relief after the baby was born, but that is also something that can happen. So keep in mind guys oh my gosh so have you ever looked up pups uh I did I think I did when I was pregnant but not recently I was just really curious so I just looked it up and apparently let's see according to whattoexpect.com what causes it oh yeah no one's really sure well that sucks yeah I know (laughs) and they think they think it's something to do with your liver they think like it's some like your liver doesn't isn't properly working or something like that Mm -hmm. and I mean they never did any tests but I was like honestly I don't care what causes it just fix Mm -hmm. it (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's really interesting because there's, like, a couple of sites that tell you different things that, like, supposedly it's brought on by stretch marks, but this doesn't look like anything that's brought on by stretch marks. It literally looks like a blotchy rash. Yeah, it was, like, red bumps all over my stomach, which made it worse, too, because, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was you had to go through that. itchy from my stretch marks, and I was itchy yeah. from this, like, rash thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not a fun time. Wow. So, going on into birth... Some things that were never shared with us during birth is you have to birth the placenta. Girl, that was my biggest, like, I had no, I feel so dumb saying this. Please, somebody relate to me. I feel, I had no idea. Yeah. People, like, you have the baby and people are like, okay, get ready to push. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. You have to birth the placenta afterwards. Which, Which is, like, makes sense thinking about it now because, like, how else would you get it out? But also, mm-hmm. nobody ever told me that. So, like, here I was, like, yes, I did it. I just had a baby. And then it's, like, oh, wait, just, like, a few more pushes and, and you'll be good. But, you know, I'm really curious about your experience with the placenta. So I learned this um, maybe, like, a couple of weeks before I actually gave birth was – so after you have the baby, of course, you, like, have to birth the placenta and they, like, have to, you know, get as much out as they possibly can. The doctor literally grabs your stomach, which you just had a baby, so your stomach is, like, putty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they 
grab like a fistful of your stomach and like massage it super super hard and it's basically like you are squeezing the last drop of a capri sun <laughs> and it hurts so bad that's such a great Did way anybody to tell you that it? no nobody told me that and i think i know why because with both of my children i completely blacked that out until you just said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen both times. And it hurt like a – it hurt. It hurts like, so bad. So bad. But, but like, nobody ever told you that, which is the, – the problem is, like, you should know about these things to prep yourself. <laughs> it's but I understand those, why they don't. <laughs> it's one of those really random things. But honestly, it is so painful. Like, for me, I, I was in labor for so long. I was so – against getting an epidural but I was in labor for so long that I was just so exhausted and I could no longer do it so you know they they did end up giving me an epidural which by the time I gave birth like I still had some feeling but honestly that part hurt more than the baby coming out like at least the baby being born was so fast but the part where the doctor just like like she literally puts her weight into you and like it's kind of like a rowing motion it hurt yeah yeah girl that was a uh, not a fun time not a fun so. time <laughs> we need to like put a warning on this episode of like warning <laughs> graphic detail <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what about you anything that anybody didn't tell you about birth i mean i think the biggest thing is the hospital stay like I don't know what I was expecting I mean I just I'd kind of seen things like on tv of like after you have a baby they go to a nursery or whatever but the biggest thing was they literally you have the baby and then you're in the hospital room with your baby right after you have the baby which is different than it was before because previously and at some hospitals the baby goes to a nursery and is like taken care of by the nurses so that you can rest and recover because you essentially just had a major either surgery or a like traumatic event happen. And here you are trying to recover after, you know, doing all of this work and your baby essentially just went through like a traumatic event, like being birthed, brought into this world that's traumatic for babies. So here you guys are, these two like naked and afraid beings like trying to figure out how to like survive and you have to take care of everything which like I feel bad for c-section moms who like have giant incisions and then have to get up in the middle of the night every two hours in the hospital to get the baby because like how are you supposed to do that my friend was just telling me that um, her husband left in the middle of the night because he had to go be with their other kid. And I mean, she just had a baby and was getting up every two hours to breastfeed, get the baby settled. By the time she closed her eyes, it was like time to be on again. And like kudos to all the single moms out there because they do that from the time they give birth until that that baby is grown and off in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, it makes you really appreciate, you know, birthing partners, spouses, moms who come to the hospital with you and like take care of you and the baby because man, 
it's hard and they don't give you any manual they just say here you go feed it and change it <laughs> you <laughs> nobody know, told me this <laughs> I know we're talking about things people don't tell you but as far as I guess like this is something people did tell me or like that I read a lot of I am I can be kind of uh what's the word like paranoid <laughs> about I'm a pretty paranoid person you unfortunately but like when it comes to like your baby being born you always like hear those like you're like always seeing those like crime shows where like babies get kidnapped and nurses run off with babies and all these things and I even saw people were like when that baby is born don't let it leave your sight like if the nurses can do it in the room for you let them do it in the room for you and so I read all these things and they actually scared me and I was like okay got it the baby doesn't leave my sight nobody takes the baby or anything but then I learned and I don't I don't know if they do this at every hospital. I'd be surprised if they didn't, that they actually put trackers on the baby. So if they go past a certain point, then this anklet goes berserk. And like like, there's only like one person authorized to like take them off at checkout. So that was really nice. So, I mean, had I known that before, I probably would have, try to get some extra Z's and I I I can't help but feel a little bit selfish because it's like oh I just had this baby I'm just gonna let somebody take my baby it's not so much that I wanted somebody to take my baby but I was just so tired I remember when I got Trevor and I got home from the hospital I just wish I could have like you know had a moment (laughs) because yeah yeah like you said babies are just a lot of work when you're in the hospital and you're both just like with this traumatic experience oh my gosh yeah Anyways, I mean if like, I could go even back just... I would tell myself like you're good it's okay yeah. like accept the help like if, it, if the nurses like see you struggling and think like okay like we'll take the baby like just let them take the baby they're just helping and it took me a while to realize that but after having been in the hospital as long as we were yeah it happened. yeah I mean like and it's not like you get a manual when you leave either. It's not like you get this like, okay, here's the how to take care of a baby manual. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, you know, it's hard oh, having plus, a baby. Is, uh, mm-hmm. Plus the nurses are so insightful and they show you so many things. Oh my gosh, At least you have I know. nurses. Nurses are angels. I, know. I had the best nurse when I, right after I had Lorelai. I was like scared. I just had a baby. Like y'all are going to let me leave this hospital and I don't know how to even like change a diaper. Like how, how is this allowed? Um, but she came in and I was like in a lot of pain, obviously, because after you have a baby, you're in a lot of pain. Um, and she helped me like, you know, go to the bathroom, get everything situated and like, yeah. Great. So, uh, we did get a couple of responses about things that your parents never told you. Um, as far as birth goes, it looks like there were a lot of people that said you might poop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You're on the table and you're pushing so hard that, you know, anything might happen. But luckily, nurses and doctors handle it so well and they're so used to it. They don't – I mean, the nurses that I had, they were like – if anything happens, like we won't say anything. They don't even acknowledge it. I mean, yeah. 
I wouldn't have like I told Trevor to I, be honest with me. He said I did it. All all of my nurses and doctors for both babies have like you would have never known. All both of them told me this. They said that there's so much stuff like coming out of you when you're having a baby that like you as the mom literally would never even know. Yeah. Like, which I mean, I'm fine with never knowing because it's like at the end of the day, you just birthed a baby. Your least, the least of your worries <laughs> is if you pooped while doing it. Yeah, but it looks like that was that got quite a few responses, which you know is always a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Something somebody else posted that I actually thought was very true is you may have an unexpected audience. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Well, I mean, now with COVID, it's kind of harder to have an unexpected audience. But oh my gosh, like when I had Lorelai, there were like sixteen nurses, two doctors, John. My mom was behind a curtain. Over like, there were so many people. <laughs> so many people. I was not expecting that. I just thought it'd be like the doctor and like maybe a nurse, but. They work fast, man. They clear oh that gosh. room so fast. There's so many of them. They don't play. Truly a well-oiled business. machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's unexpected audiences, man. I, I'm always shy, like, when I'm not having a baby. But when I have a baby, <laughs> everything goes out the window. I'm like, get this baby out of me. So, I mean, postpartum, too, also had so many things that I never knew, like, that I kind of wish people would tell me, but also, I think the good aspect of people not telling you is you don't, like, psych yourself up and, like, get worried about all these things, because one of my biggest ones um, when I was postpartum was I swelled, swelled or swole? Swelled. I swelled up. For a week after I had Liz, my one-year-old, and oh my gosh, that did not happen to me at all the first time. And I think I would have been more worried if I would have known what could have happened after, like postpartum. Um, and you know, with Lorelai, I, I wouldn't have had to worry about it because I didn't swell up. But with Liz, I swelled for like an entire week after. I had her, which I actually remember FaceTiming you, Jasmine, and being Mm -hmm. like, look at my feet. They're huge. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) And it's funny because like, I didn't really, I mean, I swelled like a normal amount in my last trimester, but then I had the baby and I was fine for a few days. And then after that, I was swollen for a week straight. So it's crazy. Yeah. And I thought you could only swell like during birth or during pregnancy I thought you could only swell during your pregnancy but after yeah that's me too I actually got really swollen I remember especially more on my right side than my left and it got to the point that when I stood up Trevor was so concerned he's like oh my gosh like what is going on like I seriously had a club foot and my mom was really concerned about it and she had she kept me with my feet up like on the on like the tall part of like the back of the couch she'd put my feet up there and I'd get they would massage for my toes down my leg and that was the only thing that would relieve it like yeah push the fluids she's such a good mom she's awesome (laughs) she's a godsend but 
Yeah, I remember that. That was not fun because nobody told me about that either. Like, I remember you mentioned it, of course, but I I didn't know how common it would be. I it, Like, it still caught me off guard. Yeah. Another big one for me was how long you bleed after you have a baby. So I always thought that you just had your baby and, you know, moved on with your life. Like, of course, you're going to be sore, but... Um, but you actually bleed for like four to six weeks after you have a baby. And it's just like, I guess kind of like a period, but heavier and longer and like way more inconsistent. And I just remember thinking like, this is going to go on forever. Like I, now I'm sore. I just had a baby sore. I had to take care of my baby who I know nothing about. They don't know me. So like mm-hmm. we're trying to get reacquainted here <laughs> and I just have this constant, I feel like I'm like dying, like I'm on my period times 10. It was just not a great time. Yeah. And it hurts to sit anywhere. I feel like it's so yeah. sore forever. It sucks. Yes. Oh my gosh. So that was the big one is how long you bleed after. So note to anybody who wants to have a baby or has had a baby or is having a baby, I mean, uh, you're going to bleed a lot. Something, another thing actually that I thought about right before we got started was that you still look pregnant after you give birth. A lot of, I've seen it like in our, in like some mom group pages that I'm on on Facebook where people are like, I just had a baby. Like, why do I still look pregnant? How do I get this off of me? It's like your body is so used to being in one shape. It has to like readjust itself again. I remember I have pictures where I'm holding Emery and I still have a belly. Like it looks like I'm still pregnant and nothing has ever really changed. (laughs) Yeah, That was kind of a hard one to get through, but, um, it does yeah. eventually contract. But you know what's even crazier is obviously fed is best. <laughs> is that is that the saying? Is that what people say? Fed is best? That. Oh, yeah. Fed is best. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. So um, I've actually been breastfeeding Emery for a year. Can you believe it? Oh my I didn't gosh, think I would make it. Awesome. I didn't think I would make it this far. This is crazy. <laughs> but something that nobody ever told me the per- one of the best perk about breastfeeding is that your period doesn't come back for the longest time. I went seven mm-hmm. months without a period after yeah. I had Emery, and it was amazing. But then, of course, once she started like eating solids and stuff, she wasn't breastfeeding as much, and yeah. it eventually came back. That Did it was come back great. worse. Like, was it bad when it did come back? The first one was pretty bad. But yeah. then after that, they kind of just went back to normal. I know, it's wild. <laughs> so some of the things that people said um, for things that they were never told was about postpartum was that your hair falls out. I did know this one, but it significantly fell out more with my second than my first what about you did your hair fall out my hair definitely fell out I'm still recovering girl I I just I definitely underestimated how much your hair falls out but there's a lot (laughs) and it just keeps going and going and going like you'll shower and your hands are just like 
covered in hair. It's ridiculous. But it's all because, like, a significant drop in hormones, right? That, like, causes your hair to fall out so much. Yeah. Like, rebalancing of hormones and stuff. Yeah. And then another thing uh, some someone pointed out, which is a really good one, is hot flashes. I got hot flashes like no other. I actually didn't know that one either before before I had Emery, but that one's that one sucks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get hot flashes when like postpartum, but I did get a little bit of hot flashes like towards the end of my pregnancy with Lorelai, my older one. Um and yeah, hot flashes are no fun. I wonder if I still get them. Because sometimes I'll just get like really hot. And I've always been I've always been the coldest one in the room. I've always had a sweater. I've always kept a blanket. But nowadays, like, I just I'm just hot now. I'm hot all the time. I don't know if yeah. it just like sticks around or what, but it's definitely a thing. All right. So every week we receive comments and questions from you guys, our listeners, and we talk about them. So if you have a comment, situation, or question you want to discuss, go ahead and send them over to our email, which is mommodepodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at mommodepodcast. And just a note, it's completely anonymous. So we'll never tell anybody who sends in a question. We'll never say your name in the podcast. So if it's something that is kind of touchy, um, send it in and we'll talk about it. All right. So somebody said, I don't think I ever want kids. I come from a big family and most of my siblings have kids or want or want them someday, but I just don't think I ever want kids of my own. They constantly bring it up at family gatherings. So my question is, how would you tell your friends and family? Yeah, that's a tough one. But like, like is it though? <laughs> I guess if you're not I mean, as confrontational as I am. <laughs> Truly, and that's why we have different. That's why we're different. (laughs) What would you do? I mean, I think again, honesty is the best policy. If you, I said that last podcast, and I'll say it again. Um, If there is something that you know is bothering you, or you just tell them. I mean, I get it. The constant like oh, when are you going to have kids? Are you going to have kids? Like some people don't want to have kids and some people are not called to have kids. So if that's not your thing, then just tell them because them telling you all the time, like you should have kids. I can't wait until you have kids is really going to bear down on your like mental health and you're just going to get exhausted. I mean, I know I would. So just be like, stop asking. I'll have kids when I have kids. Or you could do what I would really do, which is just don't go to family <laughs> gatherings so they don't act. Ignore them kids. for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, truly. That's hilarious. <laughs> what would you do, Jasmine? I would tell them to mind your business, but, <laughs> you know, I feel like, I guess it's also very dependent on how your family is because my family jokes around a lot. So even if I say like something's bugging me, don't do it. Like they're still going to poke fun at it. And that's when like, I have to, you know, get a couple people on my side. So I'll like pull my mom aside or my dad aside and be like, 
look, like I get the family wants to like poke fun at it and continue asking me this, but I need you to know how I truly feel. Like, I don't want to have to repeat myself 20 times or like make a huge announcement over the mic at the quinceanera or something, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) just get a few people on your side. At least that's what I, I, I've had to do that in different situations and just tell them how I feel and be like, look, I'd really appreciate it if you could just like help me get them to tone it down a bit because I feel really strongly about this or whatever. But at least I have found that to work. But also I feel like if it's not one thing, it's another. Like they're they're pestering you about kids, so you have kids. They're gonna end up pestering you about something else. But no, definitely get some people on your side and just kind of tell them like, hey, like this is really bugging me. Like I really need you guys to stop. Depending on how many people are asking you, but as long as you have a heart to heart, like what? Did, I don't know. I guess like what are they gonna do about it? You know, if you don't want kids, you don't want kids. It's not like you're cutting ties off with someone or. Like you said, some people just don't want kids and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so next week's episode will be all about adult friendships, how you meet your adult friends, what your relationships are like with them, how they're different from, you know, friendships that you had when you were a kid. Um, So if you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to our Instagram at mommodepodcast or email us at mommodepodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. And remember, this is a judgment-free zone. So whether you're in mom mode or out of it, you are always welcome here. Bye. Bye.